guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today I'm going to hit Psalm 71. And like I said, there's so many we're going to skip over that are awesome, but this one just hit me as I was reading it this last week. Now let me remind you that these are songs. These are songs that were sung by the children of Israel. All of them had meaning to them. Uh, We don't have the music to those, but I'm sure there are people out there much more talented than I am that have put more music to these things and you can find them out there. But Psalm 71, uh, in light of kind of what we talked about yesterday, how David spends a lot of these Psalms acknowledging the goodness of God because he recognizes what he did was wrong and he's trying his best to just repent and to change. And this is one of those chapters where I think it shows you what you and I should do as we are striving to repent and to change. As I read some of this, I just want you to think about David and I want you to think about you and I, how we struggle at times when we're trying to overcome our sinful natures. But you go to verse number one, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust? I think I I told you guys last week that I was studying through the Psalms. I found the word trust well over 40 times all through here. Let me never be put to confusion. That's a great statement. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. It's like, hey, if there's a place that I can live, I want to keep going here. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. There's another little parallel there. If you want to study out the word rock, you're going to see it all through the Psalms referring to Jesus Christ as well. Uh, For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. And you're going to see that comparison here in a second. Now, verse number seven is kind of a unique verse. I am as a wonder unto many. Now, the word wonder, I thought it was interesting. I started studying this out a little bit. I did find in other versions of the Bible, which again, I've mentioned this before, please use other versions of the Bible to help you understand what you're reading in the King James Version. The King James is great, but there are other versions out there that can also add to your understanding. So in some versions of the Bible where I saw the word wonder, the word that is actually used is portent. Now you're probably like, oh, I use that word all the time, right? Well, I looked this up and the word portent is an omen of something momentous, which can be good, but is more often negative. You can use portent to mean a magical foretelling or symbol, but you can also use it to talk about something real, the way you could describe big, dark storm clouds as a portent of a thunderstorm. So portent is not always a good thing. So here's David saying, um, I am as a portent unto many, meaning there's a lot of people out there that look at my life as a bad example of how to live. In fact, I remember seeing this cool little demotivational poster. You know how you, you go in, you see these great motivational ones. Someone created some demotivational ones that are that are funny. This one says, mistakes. It could be that the purpose of your life is to only serve as a warning to others. Now, I really don't believe that's why we're here on this earth, just so we can have people learn from our bad examples. Although you read in the Book of Mormon, you know, at the end of the Book of Mormon, Moroni is like, look, don't condemn us for our imperfections, but will you just learn to be more wise than we have been? So sometimes we do learn from other people's mistakes. But I also think that as David acknowledges the fact that, yeah, he made some bad mistakes and and people use his life as a life 
of how to not do things, I think he still recognizes the importance of the Lord in his life. Because you go back to that verse where it says, I am as a wonder or a portent unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. Therefore, let my mouth be filled with thy praise and thy honor all the day. And you know how we talked about, I've trusted you from my youth, you go down to verse number nine. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste for my help. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Those who know me well always know one of the things I say is Satan hates you. God loves you. God loves you. But Satan hates you. The adversaries of your souls, do not let them have power. Therefore, go down to verse 16. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed. I love how David's kind of just going through his whole life here. O God, forsake me not until I have shewed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. I love how David here has the spirit of missionary work. He's like, look, I want to share with every single person every soul that comes to this earth. I want them to know of thy goodness and thy mercy and thy righteousness. Verse 19, thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Who has done great things, O God? Who is like unto thee? I love that. And then verse 20, thou which shewed me great and sore troubles. Like, look, I understand that there's been difficulties and hardships. Sometimes that come to us from our own life and our own mistakes and sometimes the mistakes of others some of us come to us from a god who is loving and kind and wants us to become more like him so thou which has shewed me great and sore troubles shalt quicken me again quicken means to give life and shalt bring me up again from the depths of the earth and then just down verse 23 my lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing unto thee and my soul which thou hast redeemed. Now, with regards to the singing of those things, just a, just a little plug right here. Uh, my calling right now in my ward is I'm the music leader. I'm the guy who up there who leads the music. And it's so interesting to watch people out there. There's a lot of people out there and, and my ward is awesome. Don't get me wrong. My ward is wonderful. But I think there's some people that we just do get caught up so much just thinking about other things that just we don't show on our faces how much that we really do love and know the Lord is good and how much his righteousness is there for us and how much we need to sing praises to him. Remember that the hymns are not about how you sound. These are hymns of worship. And so as you're singing these hymns, just like David did here, I can just picture him singing this with all of his heart and all of his soul as someone who is a repentant sinner, which if you're watching this, hopefully you are also a repentant sinner, that as you sing these hymns, that we utilize them and we use them for praise and for joy and for righteousness as we sing. Don't just sit there and let the words go one ear and out the other. Don't get caught up in just the, the familiarity of them. Utilize these hymns to be able to show love and worship to God for his goodness. That's how these guys use them and I think that's how we should use them as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.